Welcome to Life in Balance. I'm Ken Miles, pastor of Kitchener-Waterloo Christian Fellowship. We all know that life can be hectic, and sometimes its demands can pull us off balance. The good news is that God has given practical insights in His Word for keeping life on an even keel, despite the pressures we may face. This program is designed to help us understand and apply God's wisdom in our everyday lives. Good Friday, everyone. Our overall topic is what every parent should know. And presently, we're talking about how to bring the best out in our kids. And we have gone down a list of ways of how to do that. And we left off yesterday talking about number 12, we need to release them. There comes a time in the life of our children when we have to begin to release them. They have to begin to make their own decisions. They have to test their own wings. There is a trial and error period that we as parents need to oversee. We need to help them through this time. And we can only do that as we begin to release them to do things that we might be a little uncomfortable in giving them that freedom. But we need to. You have to let them go enough so they begin to develop their own conscience and their own values. Now, my parents were pretty good at this in the sense that they many times allowed me to make decisions without making them for me. I remember one time I was invited to a party when I was in high school, and it was a certain kind of party that I'm sure they wouldn't have wanted me to go to. But when I asked them about it, my dad said, well, Ken, you're going to have to make up your own decision on that and pray about it and see what the Lord would say to you. Well, I did, and the end result was that I I didn't go to it. I just figured the atmosphere I was going to be in and the kind of people that were going to be there was not going to be conducive to what I knew the Lord would want me to do. But I appreciated my parents giving me that freedom because the decision was mine. And I couldn't blame them. I couldn't say, oh, they wouldn't let me go to this party. They allowed me to have freedom to make my own decision and it was mine. Now, There are times when that's appropriate for you to let your child make a decision. And other times it might be such that, no, you have to make it for them because they're not at a place where they would make the proper decision or there's too much hanging and jeopardy if they were to make a wrong decision. And so these are difficult decisions to make as we determine to release our child, to allow them to find their own feet, to gain their own pathway in life. So, we need to release them. You know, strangely enough, my parents would allow me to do that in moral issues, but in more practical issues, they did a lot of things for me. And I realize now, they would have better prepared me if if they had just allowed me to do some things on my own, just as simply as phoning about situations. If there was something that involved me in my life as I was a teenager, a lot of times they would make the phone calls and they would find out the information for me. That I realize now that when they did that, they were actually shielding me too much and I would have been far better off just to have been too exposed and let me sort of nervously struggle through it. And so I determined with my own kids that when something was relating to them, I would just release them and say, well, you you go find out about that. You make the calls, you determine what's needed and you get back to me on it. And so I'm just trying to give you a sense of this point that we need to release our kids. 
There comes a point when you can't continually control their lives. There's a time to let them go. So that's number 12. Number 13, and I've just got a couple left, is establish family traditions. When I spoke to my own children, I said, I'm doing this talk on parenting. What do you remember from your childhood that you enjoyed? And one of the things they mentioned was our family dive. Now, we had a pool, and at the beginning of the season, when we opened the pool, we would have what I called our family dive. I'd get all the kids out and say, okay, we all are going to dive in at the same time. The water was cold because it was the beginning of the season, but I always built this up, you know, we're going to do our family dive in such and such a time. So we did. We'd all line up, Kay, myself, and we'd all dive in at the same time. Well, this went well until one time we all dove in, and Kay didn't quite enter the water as smoothly as she would like to, and she did sort of a belly flopper. In from that time on, it ended. Our, all the rest of the family wanted to do it, but Kay said, nope, no way. No longer am I doing a family. It's amazing, though, that that little simple thing was in the minds of my kids as they looked back on their childhood something unique to us. It was like a little tradition that we did as a family. As I think about this, another thing that they mentioned was our six-way kiss. And what this, we all put our heads together in a circle and we would kiss each other's cheek at the same time. And it just went around in a big circle. I would kiss Kay, Kay would kiss Sarah, Sarah would kiss Stephen, Stephen kissed Rachel, and Rachel would kiss me. And it was just a big circle kiss. And so whenever someone called a six-way kiss, we, and again, a simple little thing, but it was something that we didn't know anyone else did, just something unique to our family. And so I encourage you, just let these things come forward. Little traditions that you do as a family. It might involve things you do on Christmas Eve, or things you do on a birthday, or things that you do on a certain holiday. Something that's a tradition, thing that's distinctive to you. Kids, a sense of belonging. It pulls your family together as a unit. It's something that they're part of that no one else does. And so again, whatever comes to you, I just encourage you to establish family traditions. And then the last one, number 14, I've called just simply sharpen the saw. And I've taken this from Stephen Covey in one of his books. He talks about the need to sharpen any tool that you use. As you would use a knife or a chisel or some kind of scraper, it becomes dull with you. You can continue just to keep working with it and trying to struggle with it. But as you do, the job gets harder and harder because it's dull. And so he says there's a time to stop and sharpen the saw. It seems like it's wasted time. It seems like, hey, we could be doing something else. But that time of sharpening the saw is so important to the success of your work. And so it is with raising a family. You need to sharpen your tools. The tools that you would use to bring the best out in your kids. You need to sharpen them. Because with use, they will become dull. You need to intentionally do something to sharpen them. And so the ways to do this is to attend seminars. Listen to tapes and CDs to intentionally do something to sharpen them. And so the ways to do this is to read books, attend seminars, listen to tapes and CDs, 
get close to another couple who are parents that you admire and and learn from them and gain counsel. All these things sharpen the tools that you have. Many times we know what we should do, but we just don't get around to doing them because it becomes dull in our thinking and we don't take time to plan to do that we should. And so sharpen the tools that you have to be an effective parent. Well, that brings us to the end of this first part of what every parent should know. And it leads us into the second area that I want to talk about. And that is how to raise your kids without raising your blood pressure. Now, let me just say off the bat, that's not possible to do. (laughs) Raising kids, your blood pressure is going to go up at times. But perhaps a better way of putting it is how to raise your kids without raising your blood pressure as high as usual. So I want to give you some things that will help you to cope in raising your kids. Raising children can be so frustrating. It takes a stress out on us. And if you're not careful, you can get loaded down and pressured where you become uptight and actually just come to a place where you don't know how you're going to be able to continue. And so we're just going to get started with this in the few moments that's left today. And of course, we'll continue this next week. Our key verse again is Psalm 127 and starting in verse 1. Unless the Lord builds the house, they labor in vain who build it. Behold, children are a heritage from the Lord. The fruit of the womb is a reward. Like arrows in the hand of a warrior, so are the children of one's youth. Happy is the man who has his quiver full of them. Well, many times we don't feel happy that we have children, and we don't feel that they're a reward. It reminds me of a saying that I heard, grandchildren are God's reward to parents for not killing their children. Grandchildren are great. You know why? Because you can enjoy them, but then you can send them home. And when you're raising your own kids, you can't send them home, because when you send them home, that's where you live and you're with them 24-7, something that's before you all the time, a pressure on your life. So we need to be able to cope and overcome this. Many people find it very difficult to cope. Years ago, there was a where they asked parents, if you had it to do all over again, would you have children? And surprisingly, 75% of those who were surveyed said, no, they wouldn't do it. The benefits were the sacrifices. Now, personally, I find that survey very hard to believe that there would be that percentage of parents that would say they wouldn't do it again. And perhaps the responses were given quickly without thinking it through because I can't believe that many parents would say that. But nonetheless, it points out the frustration that parents feel in raising children. Perhaps the parents were asked this question at a time where they were feeling like their children had not turned out well, at a time where their children were going through a time of rebellion or there was real tension in the home. Maybe they were under financial pressure and was thinking that they would have more money if they didn't have kids. Or maybe they just felt, I'm a failure as a parent, and as a result, I just wish I wasn't. I don't know. I want you to know there is hope. Children go through stages. And at a certain period in time, you can think, boy, 
all's lost, but they turn out okay in the end. The scripture says, Raise up a child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he'll not depart from it. Sometimes you just have to wait till they grow up a little bit, till they're a little older. So put off any false guilt you may have. You may be doing what's right, but you can't control the choices your children make. You just have to leave it with the Lord. And God promises, if we do it His way, that children are a reward, and happy are the people that have them. Well, I see that our time is gone, but we will pick this up on Monday. I'm Ken Miles. Bye for now. Life in Balance is a ministry of KW Christian Fellowship. We are located at 1000 Bleams Road in Kitchener. We would love to have you join us this Sunday for one of our services. The times are 9.30 and 11.30. Just go to our website at kwcf.org to register and to check out all our other activities. We have events for children, youth, and people of all ages. Our mission is to connect people with God and each other so we may fulfill our purpose in life. Till next time, may God keep your life in balance.